Ignore it all. It's bullshit. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Another episode of Basic Money Podcast. I'm Keith. Josh! And we are ready to talk about stocks. That's it. Stocks. Game stonks. Reddit stocks. So obviously, Wall Street bet stocks. So obviously, like, we had, we had this bit of a craze going on with this game stock, game stock. AMC, GameStop, all those other popular meme stocks. And a lot of people started saying, you know, oh, I wish I knew more about stocks. Like, I don't have any money in the stock market. If only I knew. Well, we're here to tell you a basic money answer to that question. Ignore it all. It's bullshit. <laughs> I can't say so much. I did make a little bit of money on GameStop when that was, but you had to be an early mover and know about it. If you really want to know what's a stock, it's part ownership in a company. Plain and simple. Can you get in on it now and make money? Probably not those ones. It's probably too late to ride that wave. Yeah, and, and, and I think like for me, the, the basic way that I understood it was exactly that, a part ownership in a, in a company. But what that, what that essentially means is a company is worth, let's say $20 per share, as it usually goes in per share. Buy into that company, let's say you buy 10 stocks, that's $200. If the company increases in value, let's say those shares are now $25, that means that each individual share you purchase at 20 is now worth 25. In the uh, story of GameStop, I believe the value was close to 20 and shot up to like 400 or something. Yeah, in December or November of like 2020, 2019, <laughs> it was trading for like four bucks a share. There's a lot of ways to analyze stocks to see if it's the value is worth less than what it is or worth more than what it's currently trading for. And he thought that was a bad valuation of it, that it was worth a lot more. And so he just kept buying, 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 buying options actually, but still buying, buying, buying. And then all of a sudden it shot up because people started realizing that hedge funds were betting against it, thinking it was gonna go down to zero. Cause there's two, plays to, two ways to play a stock. You either buy low, sell high, or sell high, buy low, which is kind of a weird backwards thing, but it works. And people said, screw that. We love GameStop. We're gonna support it. We're gonna throw all our money in it and then just not give a damn and hold it forever because it's gonna go to the moon. And it did not. <laughs> a little high level of what went down to that, all of that is bullshit and noise because it really doesn't matter. We want to take it down to a basic level for your understanding and how you can get into the stock market. Very, very basic, very easy. Um, open an account at any brokerage except Robinhood. Screw that. They screw out all their customers. They're a very, very bad brand. And if they're listening, don't sue me. Um, but other than that, you can go Fidelity, you can go Charles Schwab, you can go any discount broker. Pretty much all trades are free now, so you don't have that barrier to entry of it costs money to buy a stock. It's all free. If a stock is like 100 bucks, or like let's take Apple, which is $120 right now. If you don't have $120 to buy one share, now you can just be like, I got $20, but I still like Apple. I wanna buy it. You can actually buy what they call fractional shares, where you just say, $20, I buy Apple, I own 0.25 of a share. Easiest way and the most recommended for people in a FIRE community, which is the financial independence, retire early community and all that, is just to buy uh, big, broad markets. So you can buy just the US economy market, you can buy foreign markets, you can buy that. Because basically what you're doing is you're getting a piece of the entire economy there. So rather than betting on just one stock being great, you're betting on the whole thing being great. Because over the years they've found that there's only really about five to 10 stocks that do really great in the year in that market, and then the rest just do average, but that brings everybody up. Mm -hmm. And for you to try to gamble and pick just that one to two, 10 shares, 
you're probably going to lose that one. Yeah, and, and I think it's important to address too the, the reason why you're getting into stocks. Um, there is a thing called day trading where people pretty much have a full-time job where they spend their days trading stocks, buying, selling, buying, selling, and there is people that are kind of midway where they want to use it for retirement as well as day trading. So they might not constantly buy and sell, but they'll occasionally look at their stocks and buy and sell. Then there is the 90% strategy that a lot of people do for retirement, which is simply set it and forget it. Yep. Unless obviously your stock, you know your stock is plummeting down the tubes, but e even in those areas, like especially between like the COVID crash that happened, pretty much I think everyone's stocks dipped. And I was one of those people who did not sell or did not do anything as far as with my own stocks during that time. And eventually they all went back up. But the point that I'm getting at is if you are looking to get into stocks for retirement, the big brand markets are gonna be the ones that will gradually grow over time. So when you retire in let's say 20, 30 years, you're going to see growth over 20, 30 years. So it's not gonna be something and like, I'm not the kind of guy that like checks my stocks every day to see how much I went up or down. Sometimes it makes you feel really good, sometimes it doesn't. Set and forget it. That one you really wanna buy broad-based mutual funds, broad-based ETFs, which are exchange traded funds with uh, low expense ratios, which are low cost so that you keep more of your money basically. Uh, that one you just put it in. Markets averaged over the last 120 years about a 10% return. Some years are great, some years are bad. That is the average over the full span. So it's definitely a long-term horizon play. Yep. Um, but that is the easiest play. For us, obviously, we're not certified financial advisors, but for a lot of what we're talking about, big brand markets, mutual funds, fra you know, fractional shares in markets, I, I like to tell people as much as I'm not an expert in stocks, I have internet and I have access to articles where I can input good stocks to buy in 2021, good stocks to buy under the Biden presidency. If there's maybe a specific like, you know, brand that you really like, is like, are there any stocks I can invest in that have to do with this brand? If you're not really caring, don't want to learn about it, easiest way, basic money way, buy um, total market index funds. So you have Vanguard, you have Fidelity, all these brokerage firms have their own total market index funds. What that is, is you're buying the total stock market. It is the easiest way you get whatever the market gets, which is average, which is better than most people who jump in and out of the market. So just keep putting it there. Next one, you wanna go level two. I would still say pretty much everything total market, except for, you know, let's say you have 10 companies that you like, that you wanna buy. You wanna dabble in buying your own stocks. Let's say you're a fan of tech. So you like Facebook, you like Instagram, you like Apple, you like all them. Purchase a few of those, just don't, put too much into that because those yeah. are all gambles. I think it's good too if you also buy a stock that you, like a, say let's say a technology stock that you use because it almost feels better when you spend money there. You're like, oh, I got stock in it. I'm just supporting my stocks. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Makes if, you feel a little better. If you shop at Target, you should probably own Target yeah. shares. That way, it's, as they make money, you make a little bit of money too. So if you're going to spend money there anyway, you might as well own it. It's always a good thing. That's why Warren Buffett owns Coca-Cola and pretty much only drinks Coca-Cola. Very riskier version that, you know, like Keith said, is almost like a job is the day trading. You're pretty much gonna sit at a computer monitor all day long. You're gonna really research companies. You're gonna see the trends. You're gonna follow the news. You can make money. Most people lose money in that because that is a very hard game and it is like a full-time job. 
but it is full speculation. Imagine it more like playing poker. You don't have all the information, you're taking a gamble, you know, you win some, you lose some, and it takes very, very hard discipline to actually stay winning in it. If you're gonna trade or do anything that retirement, there's a time limit. You have to wait until whatever the age is, whether it's 55 and a half or 62 and a half, whatever the age is for that, for an IRA, 401k. You have to wait for that, otherwise there's gonna be a 10% penalty on top of if it's a regular traditional retirement account, your whatever your tax bracket is. Mm -hmm. So just know you're taking a 10% hit, pulling money out early. Yep. So so obviously like putting putting money into the stock market, if you're doing this for retirement, it's a good thing because you'll be doing this and building wealth. If you're someone that's gonna put it in there and you kinda of wanna use it as a, I think the, the analogy that comes to mind is like uh, houses in Monopoly, how you can like, buy houses and then be like, oh, you know what, I need money, let me just sell these houses and there's no penalty fee. Like in this case, it's different because there is that 10% if you wanted to take money out. And I believe, isn't there like a tax on if you've made money in the stock market and you take that money out, isn't there like a tax on that? That's so, there's two ways to look at it. And this is for, you know, just regular brokerage account, not another retirement account or anything like that. Uh, there's the short term, which is that you hold the stock for less than a year. That one is gonna be taxed at whatever your income rate is. If you make 100,000 that year and you made 10,000 in profit from trading or whatever, you're gonna pay basically as income 110,000. Now there's, if you hold it for over a year, it's called capital gains because it's a long-term play. That's at a different tax bracket. So you have your regular ordinary income tax bracket and then you have the capital gains tax bracket. So those are a little different. Mm -hmm. Capital gains is usually a little bit lower. If you want quick money and day trading, it's just regular income. Hopefully you, what you got out of this episode obviously is that it is easy for you to get into the stock market. You don't have to know everything about the stock market to get into it. Investing, obviously the sooner the better. It's rule of 72. You basically take 72, divide it by your whatever interest rate you're gonna get or projected to get. 72, let's say you get a 10% rate. Mm -hmm. That'll take 7.2 years for your money to double. Mm. So the reason why they always say start very, very early is because you have that extra time for it to double again. This was our episode on stocks. If, if you like what you heard, leave a like. Ask us questions. <laughs> I want to converse with you. I want to teach you what I know. Maybe have you teach me what you know. And then let's all just make everyone more financial literate yes at a basic level yes great well we'll see you on the next episode Bleep. Bleep. <laughs> every time i just gotta get like the five second jitters out and then i'm good okay <laughs> <laughs>